welcome to Proactive Physio Podcast, episode number 11, with your host, Jai Mehta. My podcast helps you to improve your clinical skills as well as patient outcomes. In podcast, we talk to the leaders in musculoskeletal injury, sports injury management, as well as the pain science specialty. So, in this podcast, we will listen about the orthopedic approach for the shoulder pain. So, let's start the podcast. Welcome, Dr. Prathmesh James, on our Proactive Physio podcast. Sir, uh, just let me know about yourself and where is your clinic from where you are located. Uh, so, thanks, Jamin, for inviting me to this uh, podcast. And uh, I am Dr. Prathmesh Jain and I specialize in doing uh, arthroscopic surgery specifically of the knee and the shoulder. And I have been trained from uh, Ames, New Delhi, uh, my undergraduation and post-graduation. And then I did my fellowship in arthroscopy and sports medicine uh, from USA. It was an ACGME accredited fellowship. And after that, I joined Shelby Hospital and worked there as a consultant uh, arthroscopy surgeon for a period of about seven years. And since uh, 2015, I have been practicing as, at my own hospital, Advanced Knee and Shoulder Hospital, um, SG Highway, Ahmedabad. Thanks, Jamin, for inviting me. Uh, as I know about you, you are very specialized in a shoulder uh, arthroscopic surgery. So uh, my question is, when the patient comes with a shoulder pain, so what kind of question do you ask them? Do you prefer his, uh, uh, do you more focus on his uh, business or his routine activity? Yes. So uh, a shoulder pain patient, usually we classify the patient according to the age. Grossly young patient and grossly old patient. Young patients usually have more common labral or uh, biceps kind of an injury. Whereas the old ones usually have more of rotator cuff tendon pathologies and usually they are dealt separately. Usually the young patients usually present to us with problems related to unstable shoulder or subluxation of the shoulder. Whereas the old ones usually present to us with pain, stiffness or weakness. One other thing which we always must remember and must check in the history of the patient are comorbid diseases, specifically diabetes, hypothyroidism and hyperlipidemia. So these are the three uh, sort of endocrine diseases which increases the risk of uh, any rotator cuff and other tendinopathy kind of pathologies. And sir, from your perspective, uh, if patient comes with a severe kind of shoulder pain, he uh, he can't able to sleep for more than 15 days. He took uh, NSIDs and he did all the treatment. But still, he, he has complaints of severe pain in his shoulder. So, how is the approach for that, uh, that sh- severe shoulder pain? Uh, do you prefer to do uh, any, speci- uh, any specific test 
or are you waiting for another for couple of days to pain subside and then do the examination yes acutely painful shoulder is a very important concern sometime in our opd also these kind of patients come and usually these patients are uh, one of the three types the most common condition that we are, uh, we tackle is a calcific tendinitis occasionally okay. a non calcific tendinitis may also occur and the other thing is traumatic uh, shoulder any kind of a yeah. traumatic injury can be painful and there will may be effusion and the pain may be there so what we usually do in our opd practice we usually do our clinical examination and all uh, usually um, they may not be it may, may not be possible to do all the test on examination because the patient is so much painful so uh, a routine basic uh, uh, history taking and basic examination yeah. in the True. painless limit is done uh, and the basic investigation that we do is an x-ray and after the x-ray uh, if needed we might uh, ask for an ultrasound or an mri scan of the shoulder okay and uh, sir you spoke about the specific test and you wait for uh, for if the patient has acute shoulder injury mm-hmm. now the patient relieved the pain the pain for a couple of days from your medicine so now which test do you prefer to do first like if the patient has a history of fall on the outstretched hand and patient says i now i have a pain after 60 degree of shoulder flexion and uh, i have difficulty in internal rotation so what sort of test do you do prefer for that kind of patient so there uh, the thing that I, i that i told you uh, there are two things a primary test and a preferred test a yeah. primary test is always a x ray of the shoulder because it will let us know about all the basic uh, information like any small fractures any calcifications and overall anatomy of the shoulder yeah. the preferred if you talk about the preferred test the preferred test will be an mri because okay. the mri will give you all the in needed information like you will get all the needed information pertaining to the pathology pertaining to involvement of tendon pertaining to what uh, Uh, exactly is the problem where exactly is the origin of the problem where exactly is the uh, uh, problem coming from where exactly the uh, uh, site of inflammation and if mm-hmm. there is any particular tendon which is torn or things like that so usually uh, mri investigation that is also called as a magnetic resonance imaging Uh, is a very good investigation as far as the uh, picking up of the diagnosis is concerned so it has got a good sensitivity good specificity and overall we can get about uh, all the required invest- uh, uh, information in a very short uh, 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 sequences so if you ask me about one preferred investigation i will go with an mri scan the second option will be to do an ultrasound ultrasound yeah. is a user dependent insti- uh, uh, investigation i will not uh, keep it as my first choice but occasionally if mri is not possible mri is not feasible like in some patients who have like pacemakers we cannot do an mri or in some scenarios patient is severely claustrophobic he is yes. not willing to get an mri done or in some cases uh, because of any other medical reasons uh, mri is not possible then in those cases we might go ahead and do an ultrasound ultrasound is less sensitive less specific and it is a user dependent inst- uh, investigation but still can be done in some patients uh, from your perspective uh, we should do a specific test for the shoulder joint and then re- depending on the pathology itself we should ask the patient for the mri part 
uh, let's an example the patient has a drop arm test then uh, we should uh, the physiotherapist should directly uh, send the patient to their respective um, healthcare profession so what kind of checklist do you have so great so very nice question um, i usually tell to all my patients and all to my physiotherapist friends that usually uh, in an old age person or a middle age person with a shoulder pain a painful shoulder is by and large a domain of a physiotherapist so all patients who present to any orthopedic surgeon also initially should be treated with physiotherapy initial in initial part so most of my patient i'll say around 70 to 80% of my patients who are coming to my opd with shoulder pain will go with an advice of a physiotherapy under a expert supervision okay. so by and large most of the patients will need a physiotherapy thing the only patients who will not be benefited by a physiotherapy regimen will be like those patients who are having a full thickness complete tear of the rotator cuff tendons so all those patients who have tendinitis who have adhesive capsulitis who have biceps issues who have labral issues grossly and who have a partial rotator cuff tendon can be managed conservatively with a good amount of uh, physiotherapy under expert supervision those patients who have a full thickness rotator cuff tear may not be improved with a physiotherapy thing so important things that you uh, want to remember is one mode of injury if the patient has a definite history of trauma fall on the outstretch and or lifting a heavy weight okay and after that the patient has uh, is developing symptoms then that is one indication the second indication will be a definitive weakness so uh, what i usually recommend to my patient is the difference in active and a passive range if okay. an active range and the passive range of the patient are restricted both okay. mm -hmm. then it is a sign of a stiffness okay okay if the passive range of the patient is complete and the active range is not possible then it is a sign of weakness so if the active and passive both ranges are restricted then it is a stiff shoulder or an, or an adhesive capsulitis if only the active range is restricted and the passive mm -hmm. range is good so if you want to lift the arm of the patient and you can lift the patient arm completely but the patient himself is not able to lift the arm up that means that there is a difference between the active range and the passive range and this usually is a sign of a rotator cuff pathology and in those scenarios you might have to uh, investigate the patient with an mri scan and if there is a full thickness tear uh, he may need a surgical intervention with a arthroscopic procedure yeah uh, that's a good explanation sir and uh, usually we uh, see in the uh, routine clinical practice some patient have a subacromial uh, bursitis in a mri scan so and there are many literature available on the uh, on the pubmed subacromial decompression surgery versus the sham surgery of the shoulder pain so in your clinical practice how do you give more importance regarding the subacromial surgery versus the rehabilitation part oh, so so in the subacromial bursitis patients i think rehabilitation and physiotherapy is the key usually i will not touch the patient i will not advise the patient a surgical intervention unless 6 months are passed and the patient okay. has not get in uh, relief after a religious physiotherapy for 6 months 
So by and, for me, by and large, if the patient has got a subacromial bursitis, subacromial problem, intact rotator cuff musculature or intact rotator cuff tendon, I will go ahead with a physiotherapy regimen only. So only rehabilitation, no surgery in these kind of patients. Only six months religious physiotherapy, no relief. Then we may consider our surgical intervention with a diagnostic as well as a therapeutic intent. Hi, you have listened about subacromial pain and specific test for shoulder joint. What are the factors contributing contributing to the shoulder pain? That is also important. We have a free resources on the website. You can access our website www.proactivephysionology.com. You can also listen our previous podcast from the web website as well as the Spotify. Our education partner is Italian General of Sports. medicine and posturology as well as motorlearninginstitute.com you can access to this website and gain the knowledge regarding the acl also so let's start with the podcast again and sir how do we differentiate the rotator cuff related shoulder pain and if the patient has a micro instability in the shoulder joint from your perspective so the important thing this that I, i i told you is age factor usually micro instability is usually seen in younger patients athletic population and these patients will have uh, pain which is uh, accompanied with a subluxation kind of a phenomenon so the patient may uh, give you a, a history of uh, dislocation of the shoulder maybe subluxation of the shoulder maybe instability in the shoulder Uh, don't and uh, not feeling so much of confidence inside the shoulder these are all the history that the patient may give to you in rotator cuff related pathology the problems will be more of pain yeah. uh, com- accompanied by weakness and okay. occasionally stiffness okay okay Fine. so subluxation yeah. or instability phenomenon can occur in a rotator cuff tear but it is very very okay. very rare so uh, sir just let us know about many of times we heard from the patient that i took a, a injection in my shoulder and they and then they come to our clinic for the physiotherapy so from your side how much uh, importance do you give that uh, injection when the patient has a severe shoulder pain just for the sake of completion i will just tell you a little bit about injections in the shoulder there are two types of injections we can give in the shoulder one inside the joint that is called as intra articular injection and the second subacromial injection that is put up in the subacromial space that is between the bone and the tendon so what happens is if you have a subacromial pathology a injection can be given in the subacromial space and if you have a intra articular pathology that is if you have a a problem inside the joint you can give a intra articular injection like in the cases of an adhesive capsulitis okay, okay. so but the problem with the injection uh, injection is that the injection is basically steroid okay. and a steroid injection is basically acting on the anti inflammatory pathways so whenever there is, wherever there is an inflammation it can reduce the inflammation that is the role that is a mechanism of action so it has a good role in reducing the pain for a short term sure. they don't cure the problem they don't treat the problem but they will make the patient pain free and mm-hmm. reduce the inflammation for short duration 
the steroid injections have some side effects because they have a collagenolytic effect so okay. they may themselves cause a tendon tears oh. so if you overuse them you can cause tendon they can cause tendon tears number 1 number 2 occasionally if you are using the injections in diabetes they can shoot up the blood sugar levels so these okay. are the two side effects of using injections uh, so that's why uh, in my practice i'll give more importance to shoulder rehabilitation and physiotherapy as compared to injection but occasional patient who will who comes to you and they need a like a magic uh, quick recovery for a short duration of time in those selected group of patients you can advise a intraarticular or a subacromial injection depending on the pathology per se yes sir uh, so you have explained very nicely about the shoulder pain how we need to uh, diagnose the shoulder when to send the patient for the mri and also you give a good uh, uh, explanation regarding the test and the specificity of the mri and the ultrasound thank you so much on uh, proactive physio podcast just let us know about how uh, we can reach to you i am basically located in ahmedabad so if anybody wants to come and visit our center he is more than he is more than welcome to come to our center and see uh, uh, actual working of our center uh, on the social media our uh, uh, youtube channel that is advanced hospitals is active and you can go there you can see videos per- pertaining to surgical techniques pertaining to physiotherapy and pertaining to patient education so um, advanced hospitals channel on the youtube is our main social media connection uh, our website is www.kneeshoulderindia.com and you can get all the uh, relevant information regarding ourselves on the website as well thank you for listening proactive physio podcast episode number 11 make sure to visit our website and give us a feedback you can write an email to us you can access our instagram page at the rate proactive_physionology we have a twitter account also our next podcast is about cervical referred shoulder pain have a nice week see you